Welcome to the Relationship for Win Win podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Kevin. And we've been married for 25 amazing years. Well, they haven't all been amazing, to be honest, babe. That's true. And we have four awesome kids. We do. And we love them so much. And babe, I love you. And we're just trying to share some things that we've learned about life. Uh, We're not experts by any stretch of the imagination. We're not counselors. We're not professionals. But we have lived life a little bit. And we hope to share some things with you that are beneficial. So thanks for listening. We're here in studio and just having a great day. And candidly, we were just laughing about this pre-recording and saying, like, I really don't know what the hell we're talking about today, to be honest with you. So this is going to be really raw, but we're excited about it. So um, we're going to talk about connections, I think. And I know, babe, you've done a lot of research on this. And I know with life coaching, like that you're always talking to people about connections and whatnot. And so, um, and it's, I mean, it's a huge, huge important subject, right? With with us, with our family members, with is it with a couple? So I think that we've got some good things that we'll try to share today. Hopefully, it's going to be beneficial for people out there, and you'll take away something good and can implement in your life with all that. So let's just kind of start this and kind of frame it a little bit, babe. When we say we're talking about connections today, <laughs> what what does that mean exactly? Okay, well, we're going to mostly talk about it with our spouse. But also it could be with yourself is very important or your kids. But I love this quote I found from Brene Brown. And if you know, if you listen to our podcast, Kevin and I love Brene Brown. But um, Well, I think we love old Brene Brown. Yeah. (laughs) There are parts of Brene Brown we do not love. But we love her books, her research. She's really really brilliant. She does great stuff. Yeah. She does stuff. She's a brilliant woman. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyways. She says, the energy that exists between people when they feel seen, heard, and valued, when they can give and receive without judgment, and when they derive sustenance and strength from the relationship. So that's what connection is. And that's a lot of words. But yeah, it's let's, just. Let's kind of break that down again. Let's just slowly do that because I think there's a lot of words in there. So. And I think the main thing is to feel seen and heard and valued. She and says. valued. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I think that's so important in a relationship because especially with emotional connection, a lot of couples, I think, complain like I'm not just not emotionally connected. And I think a lot of men are like, what does that mean? But a woman, a person, it's our human nature. We want someone to hear us and see us for what we're trying to express or say and and I love this part understand about us. That, to be able to give and receive without judgment. Like yeah. that kind of helps connect somebody. And goodness knows we've had moments where we cannot give and receive without judgment for sure. And we'll kind of talk about that a little bit today like we always do. And that they gain strength from the relationship and sustenance. Like I, I do love that. That's a great quote. Yeah. So anyways, being connected is so important. And I think for years I was telling Kevin like, I just want you to love me unconditionally. And I think what I meant by that was I just want to be connected with you. I want our hearts and our minds and our spirits, everything to be connected. And we went many years really struggling with connection. And I think that's where a lot of some of our problems came from. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I don't think I felt connected to you candidly for years. And you probably didn't feel connected to me. We, I mean – there were moments, I think, yeah. throughout those years, but a lot of the years, it For was sure. not on a daily basis. Right. A- absolutely. It's like, yeah, you would have like, you know, fits and spurts with it, or you'd feel connected for several months and then kind of like things would wane or, and I think a lot of it probably comes from, you know, not feeling connected is 
just super busy lives and working in opposite directions with one another. And so there's no connectivity, right? right? It's like, you do your thing, I'm doing my thing. Like, you're the mom, I'm the dad, I'm the breadwinner, you're the PTA president, whatever it is. And so we're working these different directions. And so you just, you're, you're not doing things together with similar goals and purpose. There's no right. sustenance, you know, all of that. And we yeah. were intentionally trying to connect with each other every day. Right. And now I think every day, at least for me, I really consciously think, how am I going to connect with Kevin? And if I'm feeling mm-hmm. disconnected with you, I think, okay, I want to feel connected. What can I do? I, I agree with that. And I, you know, when, when you say that, I maybe subconsciously have realized, yeah, I'm trying to connect with you. And you can feel it. It's really weird. Like if you've ever been healthy before, like physically healthy or physically in shape, right? And then mm-hmm. you you get out of shape or, or lose your health, you can feel it. And it helps you appreciate when you have good health. Right. And I think being connected when you're like when you're not connected, you don't know what that feels like, right? People that are just chronically sick, they don't know what it's like to feel healthy until they do. And so like once you're connected, you can start to feel yourself get unconnected pretty quickly and it's like, uh, oh, I gotta do something to feel connected again. So Yeah. Yeah. The four areas that I was gonna discuss. Yeah, so how, how can discuss. we connect? Yeah, how can we so, connect? So um physical connection, right. intellectual <laughs> connection. Emotional connection and spiritual connection. So there's lots of ways to connect, but those were the four ways that I thought are most valuable in a relationship. So say those again. So So physical. So So physical connection. Intellectual connection. Okay. Emotional connection. All right. And spiritual connection. All right. Okay. So physical connection. What did you think of when I said that? Uh. Holding hands. No, I no, I thought of sex, right? We're thinking of sex. We're yeah, I mean, that doing is the dirty, whatever. Definitely, yep. definitely one way to connect. However, you're not going to get sex if you don't have all the other things, especially women. We want to feel connected yep. other ways. So also kissing, holding hands. And I think when you're newly married or dating, that's really easy. Those are Those are easy yep. things to do. But when you've been married for 25 years, you really have to think about it and make sure you do it. Sit next to each other on the couch or while you're watching a movie. Um, I, I mean, I'll tell you, we just went uh, for a picnic on Saturday. Right. I think it was Saturday we went to a picnic and we're in the park together. And, and it was just so nice to like people watch and like we're together, like holding hands We'll walk around holding hands like so much more now than we ever did before. And it feels more natural now. I feel connected to you. And it feels now like at first holding your hand more, it probably felt a little weird. It maybe felt even a little forced. Now I feel like it's abnormal if I don't grab your hand walking through something together. I love when we can be in a park or we can be at the movie together or just someplace and dinner or whatever and you just look at me and give me a kiss and whatnot and it's like that's it's not make out it's not like you know pda that we're you know can't keep our hands off each other although you are a human babe so i don't blame you but i um but i i think you know you can be physical with somebody and that actually would you agree that that having those little moments actually probably increases your sex life better definitely definitely and i think every day you don't have to have hours of this, even 30 seconds, a minute, a hug, a, a touch, a slap on the 
your butt. Just any kind of touch is a way to connect with your spouse. Yeah. So I think I think that's kind of an easy one for people to get is to say right. holding hands, kissing, hugging. I get that one. And in a weird way, some of these other components are almost just as important, if not more important. And maybe the physical component or lack thereof is an element that these others are I'm not connecting, right? right. I don't want to hold your hand if I'm not intellectually or spiritually or emotionally right. connected to you. So let's maybe kind of talk Definitely. about those a little bit. What's another yeah, one? Yeah, was... I think intellectual. Yeah. Um, the thing that you and I love to do is we like to talk politics. We like to talk about books we're reading. We um, try to stay current on events, and we actually have conversation. We may not always agree, but we can have a healthy conversation. So I think it's important to be reading, um, find what you're – spouse is interested in. Kevin loves baseball. So I watch the Astros game. And as we're watching that, I don't understand everything that's going on, but I ask questions and I'm curious and I'm interested. And I think that really helps connect us. Don't you it think? does. And you're learning something. For me, I can recall distinctly when we were, you know, married young kids and I would come home and it's almost like you like, would attack me. It's like, What's the outside world like? Like, what did you learn today? Tell me all this stuff. And so I felt like that I was learning and bettering myself, like mm -hmm. developing and growing, and you weren't. Mm -hmm. And I think that you hear that with couples will say, like, well, we just grew apart. That can happen if one spouse is working outside the home and maybe they're going back to school, they're doing different things, and the other one's not. You are growing. So to grow together intellectually where you've got something to share, huge. I think I said many times, I'm like, babe, when I come home, tell me something about like that you read today. Tell me something about a world event that you, you know, an article you read, something that was critically important for me, for, for us to be able to be intellectually, you know, together, connected and stimulated. And I think that you came up with the idea about reading books together. So maybe you want to share that with our yeah, listeners? Yeah. And honestly, like we listen to them on Audible, but... Um, now we do. Yeah. Yeah. But pre-Audible. Pre-Audible. We, we've done a lot of pre and post, but yeah, I think reading a book and then discussing it, um, even buying a copy for each person and talking about that, I think it's really valuable. Yeah, so we could read. It gave us something to intellectually, you know, connect with is to say, did you read that part about blah, blah, blah? Yeah, that was great. Mm -hmm. And like, so we each had a copy and we could read at different times, but it gave us something to connect on with yeah. all of that. And I always grew up, I love reading the newspaper and, you know, newspapers are few and far between these days, but we do have a newspaper that we get and we'll read it and we share what we've read. And so I think finding I do. Ways, I love that, babe. Like, yeah. I'm just going to tell you, I love <laughs> that it feeds my soul and I feel intellectually connected to you. When we're reading an article together and we're both passionate about something, I'm like, oh, my gosh, did you read that? You've got to read this, and you've got some points to share about that, and it does help. In a weird way, it, it does help like me feel connected to you as well as just kind of fills my cup a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think, you know, ways to, you know, listening to podcasts. Yeah. Um, just learning and growing. Yeah, like, that... like going back and I don't care if you go back to school to learn a foreign language. A couple of years ago. Um, you were like, you know, Chinese and you're like, I would really like to kind of brush up on my Chinese again. And so we would get, we got Rosetta Stone and you, you do a little Chinese and like that would 
like it kind of made me feel cool, right? That you were doing that and it got me excited about here's someone that's bettering themselves. You kind of would inspire me to want to learn and do those kinds of things. You've got something to share with one another. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you don't always have to maybe do the intellectual thing together. Is that fair to say? Yeah. But as long as you're both growing intellectually, there is some connectivity there because you can share with one another. Yeah. And I think the key is to share it, share it. And, and, and I think for me, like you mentioned about baseball, one of the things that I did, I was with ballet. Like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know the first thing about ballet, but, but I know that was something really important to you. You grew up doing ballet and, uh, I got his tickets like years and years ago to this play called this ballet called Coppelia. And you were so excited about it. I'm like, I have no idea what the hell this thing's even about. But I you know, read the read the playbill about it and knew about the acts and you know, it was good. And and I'm, I actually like the ballet now because I've learned what different dance moves is that is that what yeah, you call them dance, called dance yeah. moves? So well I guess <laughs> I, I, I I'm gonna call it a dance move. Yeah. It's a dance move in ballet. <laughs> But I can I can appreciate, you can appreciate yeah. I can appreciate that so much more and I can ask you questions just as you're asking me about baseball. So we're learning together about a subject that is near and dear to your spouse's yeah. heart. The next one is emotional connection. And I think um this one may be harder, but it's just, you know, when someone wants to talk and express what they're feeling, that your spouse, your partner listens to you, tries to understand you, tries to see where you're coming from. I think, you know, if you came home when we had little kids and I was just frazzled. And if you just look and say, what the hell did you do all day today? Not that I'd ever say that. <laughs> Not that you would. But if you ever <laughs> did say <laughs> that, yeah. Um, I mean, that's devastating because it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm just trying to survive right now. And yeah. you're, this is what you're saying to me. That doesn't bring a lot of connection. And you feel horrible. And anyway, so really try to try to look and see Sometimes where the person is aiming, not where they're hitting, um, but try to see, you know, look at what you're seeing. Wow, maybe my wife could use help with something and, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think with um, the emotional connectivity, I'm not a master at this at all, but but still trying to figure some things out. I have found when I'm probably more emotionally connected to you is when I, I try to walk a mile in your moccasins and I mm-hmm. try to empathize with you and say, you know what, I just step back. Instead of like, let's look at that example of mm-hmm. I come in the house like, what in the world have you done today? You know, stuff's everywhere and there's no food ready. Like I've been busting my butt at work, blah, blah, blah. Instead, I could come and say, you know what, I know what it's like to be with the kids for a few hours. You've been here with them for eight or nine hours. Like that must have been draining. And Maybe there was something that happened today or whatever. Um, if I can look and see, again, where you're aiming and not necessarily where you hit, and if I can also say, gosh, this must have been hard, or conversely, something goes really, really well, maybe you tried something or did something, I put myself in your place. I'm like, babe, that was really killer that you did that. Mm-hmm. Like That must have been really hard for you. I'm proud of you to get out of your comfort zone or – you did something you wanted to do. You've talked about it and you did it. Anyway, I, I think that just trying to empathize as much as you can can help connect you with your with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Because And I, I was terrible at it for years, and I'm now trying to get better at it. But that's, that's what I found. Yeah, and I think, you know, be curious, ask questions, 
don't just jump to conclusions or jump to what you think. Um, have compassion, I think, is a key component of um, emotionally connectivity. I can tell you something that can wreck it is when you, <laughs> you know, heaven knows I've done this. But like you, you make up a, a scenario in your head of what must have happened, mm-hmm. and therefore you just kind of like just say it, and it's like, no, that that did nothing to emotionally connect you with that person. You know, you come home and whatever you're you're in a in a bad mood or whatever i'm thinking ah oh, you know she's always in a bad mood or this must have happened the kids must have set her off or this but and it's something completely different right. right just something completely different so it's like again no empathy and i've right. made up something in my head of what must have happened to set this off mm-hmm. instead of listening and empathizing yeah and i think you know saying i love you i appreciate you you know, saying those things is so important as well. Oh, so. I th- and I think honestly for – this is kind of funny. I remember there was a commercial one time that mm-hmm. Peyton Manning, if you know who he is, quarterback, you know, uh, all-stars, won multiple uh, Super Bowls, Hall of Fame guy. He did a commercial, I think, for Visa, and it was like him as the spectator. Instead of like these fans cheering him on, he was cheering people doing like these routine jobs like – I remember him yelling out to some butcher. He was like, cut that meat, cut that meat. And I was like, you know, I've thought about that is to say, how how many times did I look at you and like, you do laundry nonstop, like four kids, you know, we're constantly doing laundry or meals and running kids around for shuttling. Like, I think I came home just the other day. And you were a little discouraged that you didn't get the bedroom cleaned up. But I literally tried to, this is new me, Mm -hmm. was like, babe, I just am appreciative of what you just did. And like, you do such a good job with this. Again, it's putting myself in your situation to say, at work we get praise and we praise our coworkers. Why shouldn't I praise my spouse for doing this work? That's huge. And I think Mm -hmm. that helps build some emotional connectivity too, is that I, I see your world from your vantage. Yeah. And it goes a long way. Yeah, right? absolutely. You and feel, I'm going to feel like I want to do that more. And so it's definitely yeah, important you, to do. Because just going back to Brene Brown's quote, you were seen, heard, and valued. Yes. Right? You were valued. It's like, no, what you did is valuable. If you don't do that, whatever it is, we can't do blank. And mm-hmm. our family collapses or whatever it is. Right. And so yeah. to be seen, heard, and valued is goes a long way on on emotional connectivity, I think, too. Amen. Hey, can I get an amen? <laughs> hey, and that leads us to spiritual connectivity. <laughs> what? Look how we did that. That's great. Um, so I think if you're a spiritual person, I think it's important to um, – Kevin, we both are spiritual people. We talk about things that happened in our day and, you know, talk about religious God, um, spiritual things. We right. have we talk about that with our kids. Um, pray together. Yeah, pray together. Go to church together. Do service yeah. acts like things that we feel like as being a Christian. Like, what would a Christian do? And we try to put that in gear. And all of a sudden, like we find ourselves serving other people together. We start to think of creative ways to be able to help other people. Um, ways that we can reach out to our kids or the community. Um, and then just, again, talking about a spiritual experience that maybe we've had in the past or we just had currently. Yeah, how it's helped us, how it touched our lives. Um, 
anyways, I, I just think being mindful of that and sharing that with your spouse can really connect you. Yeah, it, it starts to help you become a little more vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of opens you up a little bit. And as you open that up and share, I think, you know, that your spouse typically is probably going to reciprocate with that and and see that, you know, unless they're a total jerk or they're in a bad mood or, you know, yeah. something's not in the right time. Like, can I tell you about this incredible spiritual experience <laughs> I had that, you know, the world's blowing up. It's like, eh, probably not the right time, but in right. the right time to share that, it could be a powerful connector too. Yeah. So I, I mean, connection is so important and you can also make sure you're connecting with your kids and this can also, it's important to connect with yourself because if you know what you are missing, needing, wanting, um, that's important to pay attention to. Yeah, I because sometimes we lose that. We lose connection. We're paying attention to everyone else, but we lose ourselves. That's a great point. And you look at it and say, if if we're talking about connecting with our kids in all these different ways, I mean, really, all we're doing as parents. I mean, it's. I mean, if you're a parent, you realize it's overwhelming to think about the responsibility that's on your shoulders. And I think all the time, I'm like gosh, I'm just really screwing up four of their lives in this world, you know, but um, trying to do my best that I can. But I think that what we're doing at home is really um, modeling what we hope that they're going to do, which means if I want our children to be affectionate, I'm going to have to give them hugs and, you know, sit beside them and, you know, rub their head. And we're a very snuggly family. So yeah. So, I mean, you look good. at that. It's true. They get it from you. If it, was, if it was up to me, we were not a snuggly family. You've turned me into a snuggler. Um, but I, it's true. But I think what all we're doing is just shaping and modeling at home. So if we want our children to have some connectivity uh, with other people and their spouses and kids, we've got to really model that at home and on all four of these levels. If you want your kids to be spiritual, you want your kids to – be emotionally connected, et cetera, then you're going to have to model that at home. And I think you best do that by by showing them and all these different things. Yeah. So, And I think um, the last thing I wanted to say, if you don't feel connection, you can on your own build connection in your marriage, in your relationship. You don't have to go to your spouse and say, babe, like we need to connect more. Just start doing things that make you feel connected. Mm. And I promise your spouse, maybe not right at first, but if you want more connection in your marriage, you have the power to bring that to your marriage. So start doing things that you feel connected. And I guarantee that your spouse, your child, they will start noticing yeah. something and come into the connection, especially if, you know, you, they want to be connected yeah, as not well. to, That's a really great point. You don't have to have like a big sit-down discussion in the proclamation yeah. <laughs> on we need to be connected more. And it's like, just start doing it. D- yeah. Just kind of do some introspection. And I think you've done a really great job, again, leading out on this with our family. But by doing so, it's forced me to step back and say, how, you know, I'm not as connected in these areas. And again, once you get healthy, I think that you can feel yourself being pulled off the unhealthy thing pretty fast and say, where am I not feeling connected to you? There's something off. Is it in our sex life that I kind of not feeling as connected? And if that's the case, it's probably one of the other three that I'm not feeling connected on. And so then you you kind of build those things and it, and it yeah, puts it back Yeah. And that if you're in tune with yourself, you can know, okay, I want to feel more connected. Let me try this. And and I think it really does work. Yeah, it does. So, so connection. We hopefully uh, we've said something today. I don't know. This was completely <laughs> winging it. So, 
Hopefully we said something Heaven's today that was good. good. I don't know. <laughs> he thinks it good. <laughs> maybe, but I, I look at it and say, hopefully we've said something that was beneficial and uh, it's a good takeaway. And maybe it's just a, a good exercise on a regular basis. And this is for us, babe. I mean, for, for anybody is on a regular basis, just kind of do an analysis and step yeah. back and say. Do a check-in. Hey, yeah. are you feeling connected? Am yeah. I feeling connected? Yeah. Let's talk about ways we can connect better. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe in, can even say that. So, you know, babe, I. I love you, but I'm just not feeling as connected to you lately. And if I can be in a good spot and not get all defensive, but I can say, you know what, you're right. I probably feel that way too. Or, babe, I'm sorry. Like, how can I help you feel more connected? I think we've had some of those discussions before too, and it's probably mostly in your head. (laughs) Anyway, um, we'll we'll end on that. (laughs) Um, But hopefully you've enjoyed this today, friends, and uh, we just love you guys. Hopefully you feel more connected to one another. Maybe you're already like amazingly connected and we need to learn from you. So we want to hear from you. Let us know. Friends, one of the greatest compliments that you can pay us is to introduce your friends and family to our podcast so that we can all grow and learn together. So thanks so much for listening today to the Relationship 411 podcast. Please like and share, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Remember, we promise to give you the 411 about relationships. So you don't have to call 911 for yours. 